G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to this 2020 podcast where we meet the new CEO of Mission Aviation Fellowship. Remember, you can hear 2020 on the Vision Radio Network from 10 a.m. weekdays. That's Australian Eastern Standard Time. Mission Aviation Fellowship, or MAF as they're more commonly known, is a not-for-profit team of aviation professionals providing air transport in places of deepest human need, remote places where flying's not a luxury, but a lifeline. For over 60 years, MAF has flown over jungles, mountains, swamps and deserts to bring thousands of men, women and children medical care, emergency relief, long-term development and Christian hope. Here in Australia, their organisation has a new CEO. Her name is Michelle Dory, and she dropped by our Vision Studios recently for a chat, and we were more than happy to welcome Michelle. Michelle, welcome to 2020. Thank you so much. Michelle, wonderful to be able to talk to you, and face-to-face, you've just taken on this role. Uh, MAF is a global organisation, and you are the new CEO in Australia. Uh, Is this a daunting prospect for you? Um, it is slightly daunting, but very exciting prospect to be involved in such a fantastic global organisation. Now, missions is not something new for you. You've been involved with big organisations uh, on a number of occasions. Yes, yeah, so my past, um, my first missions experience was with uh, OM, Operation Mobilisation. Uh, as a young Christian, I was keen to find out about uh, missions. I'd grown up in a non-Christian family, so I had no exposure to mission, but went to a missions conference in um, Blue Mountains of Sydney, Reach Out, and I was keen to find out what God was doing around the world and actually walked past the stand of MAF and my immediate reaction was, well, I'm never going to be a pilot or an engineer, so I kept walking. And then I discovered OM and... Um, discovered an opportunity to go on an outreach in Adelaide with OM. Went there and I, I guess discovered for the first time that God just wants to use real ordinary people who are passionate about him and passionate about the lost um, and sharing the good news of Jesus. So I went on that outreach. From there discovered that I could go to Russia uh, with OM for another short-term opportunity and, and with communism just collapsing uh, across Eastern Europe, that was a opportunity too good to, <laughs> to pass up. So I went to uh, Russia for the first time and it was there that God just literally dumped Russia on my heart. He um, showed me that he could use little old me um, to communicate to a people who had no idea that God existed and desperately needed to hear the gospel. Um, so I returned to Australia, uh, undertook some Bible college, uh, raised support, which is always a big challenge, but it was something I was very passionate about and returned uh, to live in St. Petersburg, the old Leningrad. So now you find yourself at the helm, CEO uh, of MAF, and you're coming into uh, this role with MAF with a, a fresh set of eyes, a, a fresh uh, opportunity to actually bring change 
and develop this organisation in a way that perhaps uh, it hasn't gone in these directions before. That's right. So just previously to taking up this role with MAF, I was with an organisation called Mission Without Borders. And uh, in comparison to being with OM where I was a serving missionary, with Mission Without Borders, we were responsible for raising finances and humanitarian aid across Australia. And so I've walked into into MAF with an understanding and experience in fundraising, but also loving being part of an organisation that's involved in sending people so I'm not a pilot and I've come across one or two people who think it's strange that a new CEO is, is not a pilot, but I've also come across a number of current serving MAF pilots and those who've served in the past that have said, we love the fact that you're not a pilot. We can fly the planes, but we badly need someone with vision, someone who is able to um, put together a strategy to communicate the Ministry of MAF right across Australia to a whole generation. And I've walked into MAF and MAF changed in uh, a few years ago to no longer look after operations. So MAF Australia used to look after operations in PNG and Arnhem Land uh, and in our engineering facility in uh, Mariba in North Queensland. But now uh, MAF Australia is responsible as a resourcing partner of MAF International. So that is raising prayer, which is vital, finances and people. So I can come into MAF with a fresh set of eyes, um, not having to worry about operations, but focusing very much so in communicating to uh, a generation. And we've been honest at, at MAF to say that for the most part, a generation has missed out on hearing about MAF, and that's something we badly need to rectify. The brand of MAF, fabulously well-known in Christian circles uh, as a mission organisation that flies into some of the most difficult-to-get-to places on earth uh, and and undertakes a wonderful missionary role. Uh, When it comes to expanding people's understanding and their knowledge about what MAF does, this is the big challenge that you've got, isn't it? It is the big challenge, and I, but I think it's also been the benefit of me coming from the outside. I've come and discovered the facts about MAF, facts that I don't believe the average Christian knows, and that is most people, if you say the words MAF, there's something in the back of their mind that reminds them of PNG and flying missionaries around PNG, That happens on a small scale now, but MAF is so much bigger than that. When we communicate the fact that MAF has 130 aircraft globally, we take off and land in over 3,000 destinations. That's more than any other airline in the world. And I think very importantly that there's 1,500 organisations around the world that rely on MAF to undertake their ministry. So from big partners like World Vision and Compassion and Samaritan's Purse, right down to grassroots organisations, they simply couldn't operate in some of the most remote countries in the world without our services. It's a huge ministry and, as you say, it's one that is the mortar that holds the bricks together. When we think of these big mission organisations, MAF is right there holding it all together and helping to facilitate what these mission organisations do. Absolutely. So I can give an example of uh, what happened in the Horn of Africa 
when the world's uh, attention was drawn to the crisis that was in the Horn of Africa, uh, the desperate need people were dying of, of hunger and starvation. In some of the, those most remote locations, MAF were, were the, was the only organisation willing to fly into some of these communities. So when you saw the advertising on TV and, and a different media and the internet about World Vision and the UN wanting to get into these communities, MAF pilots were the only ones putting their hand up saying, we will risk it. Um, because we want to be involved in saving lives. So for MAF, it's not just about landing on difficult airstrips in mountainous regions, but it's flying into mission locations under the threat of gunfire and being potentially shot down, uh, to use worst-case scenarios. But the bravery, the courage that comes with a mission organisation like that is just amazing. Michelle Dory is with us. We're going to talk some more in just a few moments. Michelle is the new CEO of Mission Aviation Fellowship in Australia. We're talking about the mission endeavours of this wonderful organisation. You're listening to the 2020 podcast as heard today on the Vision Radio Network. We return now to our conversation with the new CEO of Mission Aviation Fellowship Australia, Michelle Dory. Michelle has been getting out of the office and meeting donors, volunteers and MAF staff all over the country and she recently dropped by our Vision Studios for a chat. Michelle, here you are, you've taken on this role, CEO of MAF. Are you the first woman CEO of MAF? I'm the first uh, female CEO in Australia. We do uh, have a CEO in the UK who's a female, so uh, another counterpart. But yes, I'm the first one to (laughs) brave the position in Australia. And you come with tremendous experience uh, given your uh, mission roles in Russia and with OM. Uh, Let's just come back to, in in our last segment, we were saying that MAF pilots fly into very, very dangerous uh, locations around the world, and not only because it's tough landing on mountainous airstrips, but flying into locations where people are literally under threat of gunfire. It takes that sort of courage to be a missionary in the 21st century. Absolutely. It it takes tremendous courage. Um, what I do love about MAF is the fact that we don't discriminate. We also uh, are willing to work uh, with the everyday people. So we fly the big organisations into da- dangerous situations. But if there are medical teams, if there are pastors, if there are just everyday people who could never afford to, to buy a seat on a plane who need to get to an area, we're willing to do that. And There are so many fantastic stories of medivacs that happened around the world that involve just that. So many communities, whether it's PNG, whether it's Africa, you have communities that will say, our women just die. You know, some communities will say, well, our women aren't important because we can never afford to fly them. We save communities because we save the women in the communities uh, if they have trouble in childbirth. Um, So there was a fantastic story about uh, an Australian couple that are in PNG and they related the story of a medivac that they were involved in. He flew the patient and then there was a call call to arms from the hospital for for the the pilot's wife and those who were there in, in in a church meeting to donate blood to save this woman's life. So we're helping the big organisations under threat of gunfire and we're helping 
just the everyday people um, because life is precious regardless of where it is in the, around the world. I guess for most people uh, in church life, you hear of MAF and you think of transporting missionaries, uh, but we don't often think of humanitarian aid. We don't often think of uh, medical evacuations. But when you're right there, because you're the only aircraft that's able to be there or the only aircraft organisation with the courage to be there, I think sometimes we fall short in our appreciation of that. Absolutely, and I think it's a it's a sign of the changing church globally that missionaries are still playing a very important part, but in more and more um, parts of the world, whether that's PNG or Africa or elsewhere, you have so many more Indigenous ministries um, coming into play. So MAF... Um, is supporting more and more Indigenous church work around the world, which I think is really exciting. Another thing that MAF is increasingly being involved in, which I think is incredibly exciting, is using technologies to support these remote communities. Now, the reality of the matter is that MAF is already there. We're already flying into these remote communities. So when you're talking about communities that badly need to be communicate, uh, connected with the internet. They're communities where uh, literacy is incredibly low. We're saying we need to get the gospel into the hands of these people. Now, if you go into a poor community of the world, whether it's in Africa or even Arnhem Land in Northern Territory, where we're very involved, literacy is very low. They're very remote, poor communities. We're putting the gospel into their hand by way of smartphones and the way of technology. Now, people would think that's that's quite a strange concept, but we're very passionate um, about not only being the hands and feet of Jesus, but in bringing the gospel. So whether it's a pilot transporting a passenger, uh, whether it's a pilot who is transporting um, goods to market like they're doing in PNG, and by doing that, by pilots transporting coffee, you're enabling a village to earn an income and send their children to school and, in a sense, be self-sufficient. So it is very different to the idea of us just flying missionaries in and out of communities, but how exciting to see God's church growing around the world and MAF playing such a vital role in it. It truly is Mission Aviation Fellowship, and that's the name of the organisation, but that truly is a description of what you do. Let's get down to some nitty-gritty. There's people listening to our conversation now all over Australia. Some of them that, that might even be thinking, uh, well, I'd like to do something in some area of mission endeavour. I wonder how I'd get in touch with MAF. I wonder if there's a plan in place that might be able to include me if I uh, gave them a call or got onto the website and uh, and actually made contact. I'm very keen about communicating of, uh, the fact that, yes, we absolutely need highly skilled pilots and engineers, but MAF is so much more than that. We need the reality is is I'm I'm passionate about the getting the ministry of MAF into the public. We badly need to raise fund raise, uh, to funds to increase our prayer support, but without people, our ministry doesn't function. So we need pilots, engineers, but we also need IT uh, experts that are willing to serve around the world. We need accountants. We need uh, admin. We need operations managers. So if that's something that you you think may, God may be putting on your heart, please get in contact with us. Visit our website, maf.org.au, uh, and drop us an email. Pick up the phone and call us and talk to us about where you are in your journey with the Lord and where you think he may be leading you to serve, and we would love to talk to you about it. Because in essence, and we're seeing this um, 
It's a fact. There are airstrips that are closing in PNG today because we don't have the staff. We don't have the pilots, the engineers and the support workers. And when airstrips close, people die. That's just the simple fact. So we're very keen to be playing a critical role in MAF International in being a resource partner in terms of people. Now, we have 60 families and three singles serving around MAF Australia. We could easily double that to to meet the need. People say with missions, are you scratching your head as how you can be involved? It's endless, the opportunities that we have and the ability. We just need people. So it's as simple as getting an email to you and saying, I'm potentially available. Talk to me some more and we'll see where uh, where we can go. Uh, let's point people to your website. It's www.maf.org.au and that's where you'll be able to make contact with MAF and potentially get involved. It's also a place where you can make a donation because uh, finances is always a huge need in any mission organisation and uh, you've heard the heart of Michelle Dory today, the new CEO of MAF, and uh, finances are an incredibly important part of getting that mission uh, active and energetic and effective all around the world. Michelle Dory is the new CEO of Mission Aviation Fellowship, and Michelle, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today on 2020. Thank you so much for your time. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.